0: Hey kids, how
1: you boys doing? Hey, keep chilling. You know who we are?
0: Three, two, one, zero, three.
2: Good evening, everybody. Um, Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Posse. Uh, If you are listening now, you are one of our 1,000 listeners. So we just hit 1,000 listens um slaps so we want to start slaps. off by appreciating you guys so
1: that's actually a, a lot that is Pot like
2: podcast wise that's like a lot
3: that's not yeah. and we how long have we have we been live i guess like yeah. a month a little over, over a, a month, month. yeah like five
2: episodes yeah. so we're, we're averaging 200 listens and
1: i think we need to find more creative ways to kind of put our stuff out there because like albert was saying from the first, from the first two episodes, there's been like a decline. Yeah, I think it's just our approach, like how we're releasing it, like what days we're
2: releasing it. Or so,
3: people were just curious at first. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah.
1: For sure, people just want to know what we have
2: to say. I think it's also us too. Like, I mean, we were really pushing it more, more like on our social medias. We we're pushing it a little bit more, and then um, as we've dropped more and more episodes, it's been less and less. So um, that could be it. So yeah. And yeah. it was new. It was a new thing. So um that's that comes with time but
3: yeah but we do have our loyal listeners i feel
2: yeah
1: and now we got hats too so we're official as yeah. fuck
2: perfect time to get them
1: yeah Hell yeah on the thousand on the thousandth one so we're trying to figure out like a creative way like to interact with our listeners so like we can give you guys a hat but we're not just gonna give it for free <laughs> we're gonna like do like make some you work cool, for yeah it. we're gonna make you work for it we're gonna do like some question answer kind of oh, thing.
3: or you could just
2: buy it podcast posse. Yeah. <laughs> or you can just buy
1: it, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Support. They're us actually eating, pretty uh, cool too. I like them. Yeah. The logos is it's the exact same logo. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, and They're it's comfy. and it's centered. It's not off centered oh, like okay. our uh, journals. <laughs> but it's
0: alright.
2: Yeah, okay. We got
1: uh, those for free, so we can't complain. I haven't seen, I
2: haven't seen the journal yet. So I, oh, I know yours. I saw that it was a little. I've been uh, writing
1: in my journal. I speaking say, of speaking of journals, how how important you guys think it is to like write every day
2: i don't
4: but i need to because i know how important it can be yeah
3: i don't but i like record record myself in my car on my way home what? i know it's crazy no, that's um, tight. it's practice sometimes if i think about something then i'm like like just saying my thoughts
2: yeah i think it's extremely important but i don't write um, with a pen and paper mine is on uh on Twitter, so oh, I'm okay, no. <laughs> yeah. they don't, no, I mean, I, I do, weird. I do get it off my chest, though. It is, it's it's essentially the same thing. I'm just not really secretive, so I don't really mind it being out there when I. Yeah, I don't
3: think I follow you on Twitter.
2: No, oh, I, I yeah, some happened. I got hacked by Russians, so, <laughs> yeah. um, on Twitter and Instagram. So yeah. for me, because
1: with the new journal, that was like kind of like my goal to kind of be consistent with that to like just. Do like daily entries, but it just kind of helps me like gets my thoughts together because yeah. like I'm always like subscribing to so much shit and so much information kind of like my brain just right. rattles off a little bit. So like I go to the coffee shop and I was just when I was just talking about how like I'm taking this trip. I kind of uh-huh. just like wrote down like my fears <laughs> yeah. and my expectations. Yeah.
2: Do you do like a mind map or is it just like a bullet points or, nah, I just, or do well, like it all depends today? I'm feeling well, no, it, sometimes
1: it can go like that. Like, I'll do, like, a paragraph, and then, like, I'll start, like, doing asterisks or, like, bullet, bullet points of mm-hmm. just, like, my thoughts. And then, like, I'll do, like, a paragraph. But then it doesn't even have to, like, necessarily be about my thoughts. Like, I'll read a chapter in my book, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I don't want to forget this. Because, you know, like, when we read books and shit, like, yeah, you can read a lot of books, but how much are you really, like, obtaining, you know, yeah. yeah, You know, so, like, if something that really hits me, I will like to, like, jot it
4: down.
2: Yeah. Very- so I
1: could jot it down from there, and then I put it up on my little thought board.
2: You're essentially annotating your 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 thoughts and reading it. Yeah. yeah.
4: The way I guess I get my mind or my thoughts together is I don't know why it helps. I fucking doodle. I just doodle random shit and it starts
3: becoming like stars. So
4: doodle is like like drawing. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just drawing like random shit. Um, Uh And it's never. I mean, it doesn't seem to be the same thing every time. I just ran doodle like an airplane or some shit. Yeah. That's that's super
1: crazy. That's kind of like what separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom, right? Like our Capacity to be creative and artistic, yeah, and like they have like art in like caves from like fifteen thousand years back of people trying to you know reflect what they're seeing out in the world.
4: Have you seen those elephants that paint? And yeah, sell in their paintings for good. Yeah, but um, speaking of though, uh, do you feel comfortable sharing your fears on this trip that you're doing? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I think so. And honestly, it's not. I mean, if you know me personally then you know that I'm, I'm a type of person that like constantly needs um, somebody around me just to keep me company. You know I think it was just the way that I was raised, like my household, like there was just so many people packed in there and I was really never alone. So I feel that like this trip is gonna help me to get over this in a way. And you know, I'm just gonna have to like rely on myself to keep myself, you know, company and to keep my thoughts like busy, but I think it will be cool. I'm gonna be staying at a hostel. So that's gonna be the opportunity for me to meet people and um gonna be doing like some day excursions and stuff, so I'm pretty sure I'll I'll meet some people there. But, in Costa yeah. Rica, right? Yeah. yeah, in Costa Rica. So I'm just you know, I'm just what sorry. That was uh that was my phone going off, you know, super popular. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually podcast
2: posse getting notifications. That yeah.
1: was actually, yeah.
2: <laughs> um Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that though. I've I've never actually traveled alone and I I think I have the same fears like I'm not an organized person. I'm not a person who plans things ahead. Uh, So that kind of makes me worried about traveling alone because I I feel like I would just do the things on the day of and just be like, all right, what are we doing today? Uh, Which is, I guess could kind of be exciting as well, but I've always traveled with somebody who's a little bit more, uh, cares a little bit more about those things. Like uh, Javon or Gabe or, or Jasmine. So I've never really been able to really do that or or branch out like that so i'm happy that you're you're gonna try that experience because i'm social like you are so yeah uh, you let me know how that goes and then i'll think about doing it and then also
1: too you know (laughs) like reading like blogs and stuff and youtube like pages they say like that's something that you have to do once in your lifetime just because when you're by yourself especially for a long stretch of time that's when you kind of um, start to know yourself a little bit better you know and uh, rico you mean you did solo traveling like tell me your experiences you know
4: um, well, for me, I'm a lone wolf anyway, so like I, Lones. I don't have a single problem being alone. Like I, just, I enjoy it. There's part of I don't know why I enjoy it, but I do. Um, but I guess for me, I went to Medellin alone, um, and it was dope. I had a good time. I met people, but I ha- I was also lucky to have already known people from work. Yeah. Uh, I also had a driver that I was ended up being super cool with, and he was showing me around. Um... But overall, I guess it was just about just putting every fear that you could possibly think of and then just put it in the back of your mind. Keep your head on this swivel, use your street savviness, and, yeah. and you're fine. It works. It works out just fine. You'll have a good ass time. And I don't doubt it. I'm pretty sure you're probably gonna travel alone again. Yeah, I know that's what one I was telling me. She's like, you're never gonna wanna
1: travel with me anymore. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't think so. What about you, Nay? I, I remember you were telling me that you said like when, like, when you turn 30 years yeah, old. Yeah,
3: well, that's what interests me, yeah. Um, I'm that person though That's that like Albert said that, that, you know, like has everything, like already set up and, um, but I, I always feel like people are like, no, like don't do that, like throw that, th- throw that all out the door and, you know, just, you know, do whatever comes to mind whenever you're there. So that scares me you know like I, i'm not that person i have to like wake up and you know have like a, a schedule for the day and things like that so i don't know my biggest fear is i watch a lot of tv so i always get scared of like kidnappings and things like that <laughs> yeah. but um i've only traveled to mexico which is probably scarier than anywhere else and um i don't know i i plan on taking a trip next year for like a whole month and i don't know where but just by myself and if people want to meet me then they'll meet me but yeah sure. i think it'll be like super good for like my mind, my soul and everything. Yeah,
4: definitely. I think, I think is, it'll be good for you. Yeah, uh, so what's crazy is that, I mean, especially for women traveling, it's scary yeah. naturally. I um, feel like it's kind of more
1: popular for women too. Cause like when I was watching the travel vlogs and the YouTube pages and stuff, a majority of the people were women. Well, yeah, it's because,
4: yeah. It, I mean, the, women are the ones that could prove that yeah. the world is, mm-hmm. is safer than yeah. we can make it and seem, I think Or for, at least Americans have painted yeah. But what's dope is that there is huge. There's a lot of communities out there, like on Facebook. Melissa follows the. um, You you're you're only accepted if you're a woman traveling woman. (laughs) But uh, they share their stories on that um, on that Facebook. I forget what it's called, but uh, all and most of the women on there are literally traveling alone, and they've been traveling alone for a lot of like. Their adulthood, yeah,
2: uh, which is dope to me. Yeah, so a lot of people got inspired by how Stella got a groove pack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. so I think like my main objective is to
1: be comfortable with the uncomfortable and try to reflect like my time like just kind of reflect my thoughts and like just everything i'm spe- experiencing just yeah. kind of break that down and
4: then just like bring that home and hopefully i come back a new person well i think another thing that you that's probably concerning for you is that you're not fluent spanish right? yeah, yeah so that that's a big thing too. Too. so yeah there's language barrier there but there's uh, always going to be somebody that that's yeah. ready to help you there yeah and you're uh, staying at a hostel if you're going alone a hostel is actually a pretty good idea
3: what what is a hostel it's, it's like how would like
2: you a, describe it? It's like a community, um... Of travel. Community it's, it's Airbnb, community, yeah, you could say. Yeah. essentially. <laughs> so like, there's
3: other people who are traveling alone. Yeah. With that, yeah.
2: So yeah. you might have, like, you might be bunked with somebody, or yeah. you might have your own little space, but you share, like, a restroom or something mm-hmm. like that. And so it's just, yeah. like, it's shared, it's a shared community. It's yeah. less of, like, the hotel where it's, like, you kind of... And hotels are meant to, like, stay in the room or, like, spend some time in the room. These are more, like, you're just going Sleeping. to sleep. Mm-hmm get ready and then you leave like you're not in there at all i mean they have community things like a lot of a lot of the hostels i've been to have have um like games and things like that or they do like they have like a bar in there Mm -hmm. um that is only open certain hours so that the community like travelers do get to know each other but for the most part it's just just like in and out
1: and also too like a big thing like the reason why people like to stay in hostels is to meet people because it's like everybody's super open minded and it's kind of fascinating to like hear one person's story like remember when we were in crate and Mm -hmm. we were talking to that girl that was in our same room and it was just like mind blowing just to know like all of like her travels and pretty much like that's what she does like on a professional level she just bounces around and travels like we're not fortunate to do that because we have to work you know but it's it's still cool just to get their perspective
3: and are, are they affordable
1: yeah they're oh, yeah, more they're more they're way more, yeah. they're way more affordable there. Yeah. so that's why that's like why back, they're the wearing they it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah so like the when so similar story to that lady when we went to Peru to do Machu Picchu um a lot of them meet in uh Cusco and so the place that we're in Cusco uh the lady had just got back from like she basically went to Belize Argentina like she traveled basically up and down South America and then finished with Peru for some reason I don't know why she finished with Peru but um, it was just really inspiring. Just you know, she she was just like doing it, you know. And she was all by herself. I think she met up with somebody like on like the third week. She met up with somebody in Argentina, but like other than that, she was like traveling for like a month and a half by herself. And it's like that's mind blowing to me.
4: I think that's one thing I noticed in Europe too. I, um, on the trains, um, you would always see like women alone carrying a bunch of like, mm-hmm. just a huge yeah. backpack and shit, and they're traveling alone I, I even seen one lady who was who had three kids with her. Two little kids and one baby, a newborn. And she was traveling with all her damn. Baby that's, and that a, shit. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah people were like not... helping her, helping her cut the line. And was, yeah, like, you know, I think it's like one it. of like the dark
1: things is how how Hollywood like portrays it. Oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. like with that Definitely. movie Hostel and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Well, see, I mean, yeah. that's what I first yeah. came to mind
3: when you said that. I'm like thinking yeah. of this scary ass movie. Yeah, I mean, or even the like Taken. Like the first time I went to Mexico, we watched Taken. Like. And I was scared out of my mind. I mean,
1: but that's just with just travelling in general. You just really have to use your street smarts. You have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You know, you have to go with your gut instinct. There's a reason why your
4: body is telling
2: you to react the way you're reacting yeah. Don't you don't happen know. to don't happen to unmarked taxi cabs with people that look suspect. Yeah. Like,
4: well, I think if you do um plan to get a cab, make sure you just get it from like the hotel area yeah. or where yeah. the line is. You mm-hmm. know, well that's
3: what I- because we're going to Cancun in a couple of weeks and my sister and Mondo are a lot alike where they're just like, you know, like free-spirited and, you know, like they think they're untouchable, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, so I tell them, I was like, no, we're not going to do this. We're going to, you know, and Deirdre's like, hell no, like it's my birthday. Like I'm about to, you know, like wild out. And Mondo's like, hell yeah, like I'm with you. And I'm like, you guys are going to fucking give me a like heart, heart attack because, <laughs> you know, Cancun right now with all like the everything in the news, it's like, I was actually scared to go there, yeah. so um, so Care they man? scare me. They scare <laughs>
1: me. Just make sure you check out the Mayan ruins, though.
2: Oh no, yeah, we're definitely. Oh yeah. Going to. Yeah. Definitely worth. Uh,
4: yeah, but uh, you can also get vibes off of people immediately. Yeah, like uh-huh. as soon as you <laughs> meet someone, if it there's awful, a yeah. funky oh, yeah. vibe, then. It,
3: but no one listens well. to me.
4: No. <laughs> nah, but I think overall, odds. Just have fun, yeah. but just make sure you just. Keep your head on a swivel at all times in that sense.
1: Yeah. yeah. wish I me mean, look I definitely want I mean, I don't know if you guys are gonna be recording when I'm out there, but I wanna do like a a recording, like kind of like a diary recording, like an yeah, entry okay. whatever. Just to kinda like share my experiences and my thoughts, like in the moment, you know. Like I don't wanna like come back home and like you know, I could of course I'll talk about it when I come back home, but are you gonna I go get, live?
4: IG live at
1: all? Yeah, I mean, if I have you know Wi-Fi, but that's like one of the things that I read about Costa Rica is that it's like suit. It's like a, a, a not a tourist trap, but it's a very popular place to go to. Yeah, yeah, like it's pretty much one of the most expensive most expensive countries to visit in Latin America. So I think I'd be fine, you know, in that it's regard. Inexpensive
3: or expensive? Expensive. Oh, expensive. Yeah, it gets pretty. Expensive. But isn't it super like huge too? Like, um, well, it's
1: a country. I mean, it's probably one of the bigger countries in Central America. I mean, Rico probably mm-hmm. know yeah, yeah Central I mean, America, Central right? America yeah. Yeah, but, I mean but Central America is super small I mean yeah. Mexico is like twice of like Central oh, America right way, yeah
4: for yeah. sure um, but I think um, yeah cuz Costa Rica is really like one of only technically like the two democracies right now too so you're seeing it right now it's at the peak it's flourishing mm-hmm. uh, now you're starting to see businesses go down there a lot of gambling businesses yeah to open up shop over there um, but yeah, you're going to have fun, dude I'm not, like excited for you yeah. Have you subscribed to any, like, Costa Rica shit? Like, not at IG all pages or, Not at all You know, I Can't talk to people?
3: skydiving out there
1: Cause I'm, like, a very, like, you know <laughs> Shoot by the hip kind of person So, when I I just went, like, on a rabbit hole Like, um, on YouTube And I was just like, fuck it I'm fucking going, you know and,
0: Yeah
1: And after, like, when I purchased my ticket When I purchased my ticket I was like, fuck, like and Then I started getting a little going nervous, you know yeah. I started getting, you know, so tomorrow i'm just gonna dive like full in i have a late flight so just like yeah. the whole day you know i'll try to prep myself to get well it's
4: probably good for you i don't know if you have facebook and that still you do uh, i lost my password i have to reset it <laughs> well there's community traveling communities there and they could be super useful. you guys still go on facebook yeah
0: yeah for sure it's it's Alves, useful you, it's crazy yeah. useful
4: but well, the perfect example right now is um like there's communities on there, traveling communities, uh, and I've seen people get into situations to where like they need a ride or they need somewhere to stay, and they'll post on that Facebook community, and somebody will respond and tell them, "Hey, we have a place here you can stay overnight, and then figure yeah. it out in the morning." So stuff like that's always that's useful awesome, and nice. important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Facebook, I think it's useful to this day for stuff like that. Yeah, especially and it's got funny yeah. ass videos
2: too. Yeah. You get, that's another <laughs> that's another rabbit hole. Those are those are even worse than YouTube because yeah. those. Those are already. Those are like uh, quick too, to the things like. you like too, and they just go. Yeah, they just go. Facebook has this thing where uh, it like read it reads it to you. Like if it's not if it's like muted, <laughs> it reads it to you. So it's like yeah. automatic subtitles too. It's like, oh my! I've goodness. never seen that. so like right? what, yeah. <laughs> what
1: kind of what, what type of groups are you guys talking about though? Like
2: explain it's that. Like a Facebook groups. So there's like travel groups. So yeah, uh, there's, there's travel there's, groups. Like there's communities. Groups. Yeah, it's like yeah. where
4: people subscribe or follow this community, and then. Uh, whoever the community moderators are they, they approve for you to join their group And then uh, they make you Just read the rules of the community mm-hmm. And uh, then you can start sharing You can start uh, Just I don't know having conversations With other fellow travelers or I'm
1: pretty sure there's a podcast community right We should put the podcast
4: Tell them yeah.
1: to check our stuff out We'll check them out But then I might have to lie some and love. say I'm going
2: to check theirs out <laughs>
1: Anything for the views Well did you hear <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> A little off
4: topic But um, New York Times Released an article About this guy Who used Facebook And he's in Russia um, And they create Like Just hate ads For right wingers To read And uh-huh. it's not like It's not fake stories It's like real stories They just Rewrite the article And over exaggerate them Oh shit Yeah it's, it's And then but They make a killing though They yeah. like make so much money but Those Russians guys,
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, they got my Instagram account. So, <laughs> oh, did they? I had to yeah. take it back. Yeah, they changed my password and everything. They had they were posting. Uh, they were posting things. Yeah, they were posting yeah. things. It was all it Hell was on, all man. in Russian. And it was like it was crazy. And then my I remember that. and then I, I just got a bunch of followers on my Twitter. And so I was like, no, not again. So I like uh, canceled my Twitter. And then I like notified Twitter. And then like two months later, I saw it was open up again. So I just uh, changed my changed my Twitter handle and everything i'd be pissed no off address. if somebody hacked my ig i'm not probably i'm not gonna better. tell
1: you who the name is but i mean
3: i think you I know what you i'm talking about oh, yeah. yeah
1: so one of like my boys he, his ig got hacked right and like you know you just scrolling on ig you just see like hell, like make pictures of like him and like his girl at the time or whatever and like i just couldn't imagine it was so crazy because like the type of person he is like if anybody would take it good it was, was probably he'd probably be the right one the right one for it to happen to but I just couldn't imagine that shit that's why I'm like super conscious yeah. like well like, I take pictures of it and
0: shit
3: yeah because... or even like your screenshots <laughs> yeah, <too>.
0: yeah it's <laughs> like just, uh,
2: just delete your dick pics after you take them Birdie. they're in the cloud already yeah
3: they're in the cloud already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah um... like I I lost my iPhone before that had some uh, some pictures on there that I didn't want anybody else to see and I'm pretty sure they're out there so yeah,
4: when I was in Barcelona I'm not that impressive um, yeah. Uh, but they returned it. Uh, they returned that's that's nice. The now. cab driver returned it to returned it to the hotel. Then the hotel contacted me and they shipped me my phone back all the way out here.
2: Well, now it's like I mean it doesn't make sense to steal phones as much anymore because like oh, yeah. you can't get into You them. can't really get into them and then they'll lock you out of the whole like you can't even like ever use them again. I mean, you, there's ways to hack it and stuff, but that just for it's a too normal much time person, energy, yeah. yeah, that finds a phone, that's just gonna be too much anyway. So I don't even
3: have like a lo- like a lock screen on. Really? Just because it takes too much time for me to lock unlock it when I want it.
2: But you could still. But, then... but after it gets stolen, you could still lock it. though. Oh yeah. Even if you do But don't then have I was thinking
3: there. too, like my my like Venmo is not even like, I don't have no, no lock on that either. Yeah. You heard the story of the guy that went to um, he's like 18 and he was working on the house. And he asked, like, for the lady's phone so she could check if the Wi-Fi was working. And he Benmoed himself $50. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, I
3: mean, he was, like, apologized because she obviously saw it. She's like, what the hell? And he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, times are hard. And he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he <was> himself <laughs> <up> $50. <laughs> but I was thinking, too, like, I don't even have anything on like that. If Someone could, like, send themselves some money. So you're going to do
1: that. You better go hard in the pain. Send yourself, 50, like $50, $50. And then go and then and then to the, on grid. The, yeah. Yeah.
0: Go yeah. the grid. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. When
1: sure. I was, um, when... A few weeks back um, I was uh, servicing an airplane and uh, it was actually a flight that was coming back from Mexico and um, I was going through the aisles because I have to do seat checks and uh, I seen this wallet on the ground, I think I told you guys that and I picked up the wallet and it had eighteen hundred dollars in American money on there. Yeah. And then I started like going through, started going through, and like she had a checkbook. And I was like looking through her checkbook. You know how it, it writes over, you know, like a little carbon paper, and like it was just like thousands and thousands. And then I looked at her ID, and she actually had a, a federal Mexican ID. But she was a lawyer from out there, and I was just like, damn, like. Can you imagine, like, if this wallet falls in the wrong hands? Obviously, I did the right thing and I gave it back. I gave it to my my supervisor.
3: You know, and then that, yeah. Is no, that no, the right thing? <laughs> no, not
1: <laughs> even at all. Because it's crazy. Be like, if I find a phone, like, yeah. I'm am just gonna give it back. Like, what? Like, I'm not in the position to where like I'm hurting or anything like that. I'm just giving yeah. the phone I've back. I've always you know? done that too. Like, yeah. knew me you will. Yeah, yeah. old me you wouldn't
3: have. Yeah, I think karma. Yeah, it's you
1: reciprocated. Know? You know, like I feel like if I lose my phone, hopefully there's gonna be a chance to where like, I get it back.
2: Uh, that time I lost my phone I didn't get it back. So, I mean, I've lost too many things and not gotten them back. So, I'm, I'm I don't know about karma, but I just <laughs> I just it's not even about karma so, now. It's, it's just, it's just, uh, so I, if I do Albert
1: finds your wallet and you have a thousand uh-huh. bucks in there, you ain't getting I'm nothing. I'm saying back. I
2: would do it now. I'm saying now uh, I've, I've grown up a lot, but I'm saying, oh, when I was I would, your, do, it, I would do it now, yeah. I would do it now just because i want to be a good person like as i am I'm, i am a good person so I, I wouldn't take keep it now but like yeah at times before when i was younger when i was doing stuff like that like i did think about karma and um it did always come back to bite me in the ass in some some form or another i'm i lose things all the time so oh okay. it's just it's just really easy for that to be the case so i'd rather not put that out into the world and um don't have to have to worry about that
1: was that early. one of the questions on that remember that test that we did that personality test I feel like that was one of the questions like do you lose things easily yeah right
0: yeah, I think it was this
4: question about or being
1: organized. And organized.
3: How your room was if it was no, messy. Yeah. There was one about. I there, did there was I, one I did one, one on, on Albert, but it was it was really <laughs> skewed, so I didn't what? share it. What
1: well, what's what's that person? It's just called the personality <laughs> test,
2: right? And it's All like yeah, an ocean. The like, five like,
1: traits. The five yeah. traits. Yeah. What are the five traits? You guys remember the five traits?
2: Um, they'll pull it up right now, but it's O C E A N. I know one of them is neuroticism. Um, one of them is like abrasiveness. One of them is. Uh, conscientiousness e- ego- egotistical. yeah um i think
4: like yeah so it's ocean uh openness conscient how do you say that conscientiousness conscientiousness yeah conscientiousness there we go i've
2: never I heard you talk consci- on the word right, it's just <laughs> I'm just getting conscientiousness <laughs> <laughs> consciousness no conscientiousness yeah
3: conscientiousness
2: Conscientiousness.
3: conscientiousness.
2: it's mouthful Consciousness <laughs> is just being conscious it just means worth it conscientiousness yeah. means <laughs> thinking about of everything being yeah. able
4: to think about it and uh, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. neuroticism. Neuroticism.
3: Natural reaction. Yeah. Oh, I think we took. I took different tests than you guys, really? so my words are a little bit different. I did a oh. one, two, three test, but it's the same thing.
1: Oh yeah, so we all we all took that test, and um, I think the results were pretty. They're, they're pretty well you know we were, for, we were for, for me it was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. hard just to answer those questions because they have like questions like that like how organized are you like strongly disagree strongly agree I rarely hit the strongly agree or strongly disagree I felt like I was kind of in the middle of everything so I didn't really know how to gauge it you know and I was yeah. trying to be as true to myself as possible because honestly you know, like obviously you know, I don't want like some fake ass results like I know if I'm being true to myself you know so I'm gonna try to answer it to the yeah. best of my ability
3: I actually took it twice too like within like hours of each other just because it changes yeah, right and then and idea. then you like want to be a certain way so then you you, you know you skew one way like I did at first I did strongly agree and then I was like okay let me go back right yeah. but I didn't want it to change drastically I just wanted to be uh, you know true to myself so then I, I did it again it was it was damn near the same yeah but, do you
1: guys have your results on hand
3: yeah yeah.
1: I, do. yeah I have mine on hand so so did it change like a lot Nay?
3: no it was the same it was like by numbers it, okay. was, it changed um mm-hmm okay
1: so i have mine up right now so the o which stands for uh
2: openness openness, openness. <laughs> openness to try new things basically. the
1: openness uh i i scored a 79 percent, and i think that was i thought it was gonna be a little bit more because i always try to you know dub myself as an open-minded individual yeah. wait um, let,
3: me, let me so but that is a lot though. here i'll read it as you like say your number so what was your percentage
1: uh 79 so openness. that's in the
3: higher range right yeah so this okay. means you're imaginative, open-minded, experimental, prefers creative, conceptual problem solving.
1: Cool, I'll take that. C, conscientiousness, Cons- I conscientious. scored
3: 65%. That's pretty high. I think exactly. that's in the middle, but if you are if you uh, range higher than you're like consciousness, discipline, efficient, well-organized, precise in detail, strong sense of duty, um, the very high scores could be described as workaholics.
4: Yeah, see that one. That one says you dislike structures and schedules. I'm kind of, I kind of (laughs) have
1: mixed emotions because I could be really diligent when I need to, but sometimes I like to fuck off, you know. And not not that I I like to fuck off, but you know, I I know I need to be doing like a certain (laughs) thing, and sometimes that resistance just gets the best of me. So E is extrovertiveness.
0: Extroversion. Yeah,
1: extroversion. So I scored a 69. percent
3: Yeah. So that's outgoing, friendly, assertive um works well with others enjoys direct leadership roles
1: okay and my a is 62.5 and that's assertiveness right
3: that's agreeable
1: no. agreeableness, agreeableness. so
3: compassionate eager to please good natured um, cooperative over competition and conflict. Okay.
4: Takes little interest in others. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> care about how other people feel. Is Has saying? little interest <laughs> in other people's problems. Really? Insults and belittles others. I don't have
2: Manipulates that others uh, to like, get what they that's, want. That's, 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 that, that, that's if you're low in agreeableness. <laughs> no, that makes, that's if you're low in agreeableness. Yeah, yeah
1: that's he's, he's fucking <laughs> with me. Hey, you better, hey, you better give that disclaimer because people are gonna be thinking I'm a piece of shit more than they already do. And then, and my dark horse is neuroticism. I scored forty uh, yeah, percent. I knew
4: that would be. Your so that record. was. Uh,
3: so if you if you score lower, then it's not easily upset in such a stressful situation. Relax, resilient, and calm.
4: Okay, emotionally, <laughs> kick your shit off, Alps.
2: Uh, I feel like so, Alps was the most uh, nah, so, uh So for openness, I was sixty five percent. I'm usually willing to try new things but there's also a lot of things that I'm not I'm not creative so like artistic things like that outside of music I'm you not could really,
1: be creative yeah. I mean I can't be. But I, I'm just not I'm just not like I,
2: I don't think I don't think creatively like on a regular basis I like Ace logically um, and, <laughs> and I and uh, I oh usually <laughs> go tend to go towards logic um, <laughs> and then uh, see uh, what's that conscientiousness yeah uh that's forty percent. Uh so
0: it's you know, lem- can let, you me re- let me yeah, read that. So
3: if you if you range on the lower end of that, that's spontaneous, disorganized, prefers flexible <laughs> <laughs> prefers flexible plans uh flexible plans and dislikes precise details. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that's elves
1: <laughs> to the teeth.
4: Yeah,
2: that's that's awesome. me, uh yeah, for sure. It's uh, and then for extrovertedness, eighty seven point five. Woo! Um, knew that was gonna be high. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. Um, yeah. And then uh, what was the A what was the A again? Agreeableness. Agreeableness was seventy three percent. It's also. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. Agreeableness like you tend to agree with like others like. He's eager no, to than...
1: please.
3: He's compassionate, I... eager to please, good natured.
1: because I feel like when Mm -hmm. you have like an argument with Albert and if he's passionate about that he's gonna argue you to you oh
4: I know how to hurt Albert's feelings but 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 that's
2: but that's that's where the 27% (laughs) goes but I mean I think honestly but like most of the thing most of the time most of the things that I do are with other people in mind so that I think that's where more of the A comes in not me arguing with people yeah, he, Cause leaves, well, he, I, he, leaves, he leaves. a group text that I I do every other theater. week. Oh, <laughs> I, I leave. I leave the group chat. I leave the group text for my own personal health because they don't really say anything of significance, and nor do they have good arguments. They just troll and just don't really back anything up. So you've
3: also left our group text though too.
2: Oh, I left that group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we
1: do it just to poke fun at you.
2: No, I know, but I don't have the time and day to work on, to, to deal with that. So I, I come back to it when I'm, when I have the time to, to deal with. Uh, wow, how do you know I'm gonna People irritated People, people <laughs> yeah. irritating me. Uh, and then the last one is uh, neuroticism. That one's low. Can you read that now? Uh,
3: not easily upset in stressful, stressful situations, relaxed and resilient and calm.
2: Can I read what I see low? Yeah. yeah.
4: You, you scored low? I scored low, yeah. Oh, I scored, so I low. I, you're I emotionally 19%. stable, deals with stress, rarely feels sad or depressed. Yeah, I don't... Doesn't worry much. <laughs> is very relaxed. Yeah. So I guess so. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, scary. I got on...
2: I think about it, though. Like, I was like... I, I In your profession, ever, like, really, you kind
1: of have to be like that, though. Yeah. Right? I have, I have to be extremely long?
2: resilient. I scored 40%. 40%. So he was yeah. lower, but just not as low. But, like, yeah. I, I haven't had... I've never had any cases. And I talked about this when we had our... Uh, are a mental health thing like I, I've not personally dealt with times where i felt you know super low or anything like that um, usually I'm the person that people go to when they feel that way so um, no, I you
4: say you gotta do it in your profession yeah context.
2: and I deal with a lot of it I, I deal with a lot of it so that's I think that's also too where like the conscientiousness comes into play yeah as well what about you Rico
4: um, I don't know I don't have mine on like I, I, I have like... yours
2: you want to, You want me to read it sure for me from Ricardo Zelodon Oh, 90% openness. <laughs> yeah. 90%. That's a little high, man. That's crazy. I
3: think you're very imaginative. too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they uh, dream a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what about the C? Uh, C was?
3: Low, I think.
2: He had 33% in that. So I definitely dislike structuring schedules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. I think that's both of us. Albert and Albert um and then E was the extra verdannish you're at 62.5 Is that or low? I think that's mid 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 high I mean statistically it's mid high same thing with uh A it's you were 71% goodness. you're
0: pretty
2: I'm, I mean you're pretty middle of the pack in all of them except for openness like I don't think you're that high in any of these um the A was pretty high though. Seventy one percent is a little bit higher. So what is that? Agreed. Agreeableness. Agreeableness. So.
3: I think all you guys were right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone except
3: you. <laughs> except me? I don't know. We were gonna get into that.
2: All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Start talking. Wait, do you have one just, more? You're There's just opened more. up. And? I I his his uh, neuroticism was sixty percent uh, I think.
3: Yeah. Well that's pretty high.
1: Yes. All right, Nay, Okay. it off.
3: Mine's a little depressing. <laughs> Mine's is the exact opposite of Albert's. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite of my husband's too. Yeah. Um, which oh, you explains make, you make a lot. Too? Yeah. Um, so if you like added our scores up on each one, it was like 100. So oh, it was, was kind of crazy. So my openness to experience was 49, so in the middle. So um, yeah, I can see myself on both of those sides conscientiousness was high 91
2: that's good though oh yeah hell yeah that's you that's yeah cool. yeah you, yeah, you, you a... like structure you like things organized and get things shit like that. done spends
4: time preparing finishing yeah. important tasks by right the way
3: yeah um extraversion um 42 so i'm the opposite end of you guys reserved formal serious quiet prefers working alone avoids direct leadership roles which i don't know that kind of i don't know Uh, agreeableness uh, low 33 hard-headed skeptical competitive proud (laughs) i hate you (laughs) prefers competition over cooperation and then natural reaction 68 so experiences negative emotion reactions and feelings of anxiety prone to worry easily upset
1: so you think (laughs) those are to the tits
3: yeah it was crazy though
2: (laughs) Uh, your choice of expression or, uh i've been
3: I've been really interested in all these like tests and I always take them where I have the opportunity to take them at like work but um I always find them interesting when we're reading um the results or yeah
1: what website did we get this test from just in case if any of the listeners want to take their tests? so could...
3: I took it on one two three testcom dot com and it actually was like a um like a extended version of the answer so like it goes into depth with each mm. one and tells you like what you scored. On each, um, because within each category, there's like seven different categories. Yeah. In. So like they showed me yeah. my scores for that, and you just have to take a quick survey to get yeah, And it's the
4: the Big Five personality test. This is the test that psychology psychologists believe that are kind of the five. Um, it's like I guess personality traits that fall into like whatever uh-huh. dimension are just kind of i guess defined your character a bit
3: yeah do you guys remember like applying for jobs and having to take these kind of tests Oh my so can you imagine like can you imagine, like, can you imagine yeah. like if the person on the other end is like okay we need someone with a high you know this and so those are the reasons why they have yeah. those like tests which i i'd even put that together but
1: you know it's so funny so like after high school me and mondo Nate's husband we would like we would just meet up at his mom's house, and we would like apply for hella jobs and During that part, we would always be like we always uh, like go like 10 minutes each just because you know it took so long oh, to yeah. answer him. Yeah. yeah so you know we'd be like alright bro here I answer 10 questions you answer the next 10 questions you guys would take each questions. other's yeah <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> we did we're like 18 years old we didn't when, when I
3: was when I used to do those I always used to be like okay what do they want to hear so it yeah. would always be like strongly disagree or um or strongly agree
0: yeah
3: um but
1: so if you're hearing footsteps in the background that's Albert busting out the wine the cabernet um what um What kind of wine is that? You know, for all my wine snobs out there. The stag, Cabernet. Sauvignon. Sauvignon. It's a year From what I was told, I don't know anything about wine. (laughs) I
0: am
2: about to find out. I'm a beer enthusiast, not a wine enthusiast.
1: I don't know anything about wine. I I don't know, I can't differentiate between like the flavors or like the Yeah or
3: what it pairs with. Yeah, exactly. Like I
1: remember when we were uh, a few years ago I went to Napa and I was doing some wine tasting and, you know, like, you, like, purchased like, a little package or whatever, right? right? And I remember they would pour out, like, a they would pour out wine, like, you know, like, the little wine guy would pour some wine out in the cup, and then I would just, like, swig it, like yeah. I was taking a shot. And then I remember, it, like, I did it again, and he was like, whoa, excuse me, sir, like, just, you know, take your time, you know, and you might want to swirl that around your palate just to get the flavor. And I'm like, well, I'm not here for that. I'm here to get drunk, so keep on pouring up. up. <laughs>
0: oh, uh. Yeah, where were
3: we just talking about that earlier, too? Like, wines. I my experiences at a winery too were just you yeah. got drunk so fast and you don't really eat so it's just like yeah
1: uh-huh. you just get you eat like chips and like or crackers, and, and, crackers, and, yeah. crackers and-, and it's so crazy too because like I if you think about it people come from all over the world just to go to Napa and it's like 45 minutes away from yeah, us yeah, and we yeah. don't really take advantage that much like I haven't been to the wineries in a few years
0: I
2: went recently but I, I don't we don't I don't go regularly I, I don't go enough I guess
4: well, I mean, you could be, like, a member and do all that yeah. if you're really into it. Then you you'll really get into like it. Every yeah. Month. yeah, but, um... Yeah, it's an acquired taste. It's fun, too, I think.
1: Yeah, it's super fun.
4: Especially when you, um, kind of have your palate or have an idea of what it is that you like and what you don't. Then trying wine does get fun after that. Yeah. Um, but I got into wine because of, uh... Because of Portugal, really. When I went to Portugal, um... Mm-hmm. Or Spain, too. It's... Wine is cheaper than water out there. Really? It's yeah, it's cheaper than water. Water is like two dollars, and wine is like a dollar twenty. And it, it, so it's easy just to drink wine instead. You're thirsty, drink some wine. So everywhere I went, I spent. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I spent the day uh, um, drinking wine all day, and then when I got to Portugal, I had one of my favorite wines. Our, my Airbnb lady had a, a bottle of wine ready at the Airbnb. Yeah, cracked that thing open And it was One of the best wines I've ever had yeah. Um, But yeah Ever since then I haven't turned back I've been a wine guy And I'm starting to Fall off with beer Albert knows I was a big beer guy For a long time
1: Yeah What's your My favorite wine Is a Sauvignon Blanc
4: Sauvignon Blanc Yeah I guess it depends On what I'm doing
1: Yeah And then I'll drink Like a Chardonnay You know Every now and then But my mom's A big wine drinker Or she was A big wine drinker So um, I remember There was a time To where I was like drinking like almost like a bottle every two days and I had to like recognize that and just fall back now I don't really drink that much anymore yeah Um, I drink like on the weekends and stuff but like as far as wine I don't I think on my refrigerator the only time I have wine is when you guys bring it over Um, oh
4: this one's good
3: yeah it's not too strong um i think me too like i i drink it fast so i think that's my mm-hmm. issue is like you're just so used to like taking shots that yeah this oh, yeah, is yeah. like apparent. you know you <laughs> eat you drink this like with your dinner and not mm-hmm. i've
4: noticed this like it really these are one of the things that have to really depend on moods like if somebody had a rough day they don't want no sweet wine they yeah. want a wine that has a bit of a kick to it yeah um so it, i think wine is completely one of those mood things.
1: Yeah. Like for instance right now i could just imagine myself eating a big ass piece of steak with this wine. Yeah. This goes good. Pair as well. I mean i guess, you know. So,
4: so you going to have wine in Costa Rica? Um
1: gonna have whatever they pour in my cup, bro. Just get everything local, bro. Yeah, for sure. Get them, get 100%. Local. 100%. I actually wine, can't wait for like, that food. Yeah. Uh, especially for the fruit too because, you know, it's a rainforest out there and everything's so lush. And uh I guess they do everything by seasons there. So whatever you're going to eat, it's going to be in season. It's going to be really good. So.
3: so that goes with your diet that you were talking about? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind Even of. That'll kick it up. Be able to ramp that thing up. But um, we know. just have some yeah. papooses. Nay never had papooses before, so I just wanted to make sure that she tried it. Because the last episode, we were talking about papusa faces. Yeah. So... You <laughs> know <laughs> So, for sure, cops. So, they're pretty cool, too. What do you think, Rico? Do you have the El Salvadorian-approved a- stamp on it?
4: Shh. Yeah, I mean, it has. It tastes... I mean, it's kind of hard to judge pupusas, in my opinion. I mean, at least to me. I
3: think they're a little, they're a little
2: greasy. They're a little greasy? All pupusas. <laughs> well, a lot yeah. of pupusas are greasy. they kind of, yeah.
1: I mean, it's a street food, right? Yeah. What you
2: can do it with your hands. I mean... For me, I think, like, it's really hard to get pupusas, like, completely wrong. Like, you can yeah. still have a decent pupusa, because, like, you just need to make sure that you're using the right kind of cheese, and you put enough meat in there. I think that. it's
1: all about consistency. Yeah. Towards, like, the, um, the, what is it, is it masa?
0: Is
4: yeah, it? and if you have too much of that, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. And it just gets, dry. Like, doughy. As, dry, as yeah. long as you make sure that cheese... Like, you kind of burn the cheese out on the sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. That burnt cheese. Yeah. It's all about that texture. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to judge. Yeah,
1: so when we were on break, we were talking about, like, on shows, how it's kind of hard or to, to have shows like these days, especially with the, with the political climate that's going on, like what you can say and what you cannot say. So don't make fun of me. I went through this friends kick I tore up friends and I watched the last episode and I kind of felt like that uh, like that that sense of like it's over you know yeah like, and uh, I was just thinking I was like damn like they reference a lot of gay jokes like yeah. that wouldn't be okay nowadays <laughs> yeah. to like say that you know yeah. like a lot of them you know and just nowadays you can't say that and we were just talking about like uh The Office yeah, yeah the Steve Carell, okay. he just
4: he just came out and said that um well, I don't know if it was an interview or just a comment that he made. He said that the office wouldn't survive in today's political climate; it would have been taken off the air, and everybody instantly thought of that that activity that they did that um, where they had to post the index cards on oh, in yeah. their heads, <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, reenact the
2: race. That was <laughs> oh, so I didn't, see,
3: I didn't know yeah. that. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so,
2: so, I mean, definitely in the political climate right now, everything is so divided that. Um, everybody is very sensitive to um, just cu- just cultures in general. But, like, I think, like, everything is politic Everything has to be PC uh, more so now because if not, since everybody, there's such a high level of visibility, you have to be careful of what you say. And, like, talking about, like, um, the baseball players, uh, the baseball players that got their uh, Twitter handles, like, their twitter they got twitter search basically so like things that they said about um using using the n-word not actually like saying it towards somebody or derogatively it's just like using that term um and or like the same thing with like you know basketball players that you know say things jokingly about um about gay people or anything like that, and it comes back. You know, they're they're young when they say those things, but like it's such a high level of visibility oh, yeah, like now, and, yeah. and it's so easy to just go back and read somebody's tweets now, or a screenshot, yeah. um, and or and a screenshot posted, it, or screenshot it. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it, it it's uh, people just have to be mindful of everything that they're saying all the time, and that's not a generation Jeez. that we grew up in. We just kind of like I think in the in the nineties, early two thousands, you kind of just. Just kind of were you said saying? Yeah. It, well, it just I'm pretty, came out. I've
4: had Twitter since like 2012, 2013. So I'm pretty sure you go back in my timeline. I pretty, I probably said some fucked up shit. Yeah, but oh, I, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but so, but I mean, is
1: that fair though? I mean, can you really measure somebody's character and their ethics by something they said when they were just fucking? Not even a, they were still a boil, you know? Like your minds haven't even developed yet, you know? I mean, well,
4: developed, come across.
1: Well, from. that's <laughs> like your natural like yeah.
3: instinct or what you know what you're gonna to say too, because even in the movie um the hit you get too you know with um with her friend at the school like mm. that's what they talk about too a like a great movie the
0: i wanted to watch good movie, so fa- good i think
3: movie. i would i would like to take Daniel too but maybe in a couple of years yeah. but i think everyone should go watch it
2: yeah definitely yeah. was
1: that based on like true events
2: it's just i mean it's it's just it's based it's like in placed in all the things with like uh, police brutality and and uh just that that type of climate um it just gets placed into that so it's, you know it meant it makes a lot of mentions of like powerful oh, film it's super powerful
3: well, like there's things that i thought or maybe have said before i even watched the movie and i'm like damn like i feel like a dumb you know like you just it's just like eye-opening and it's yeah so good yeah,
4: yeah. I, but, but I, to answer your question though i do think you can judge people off yeah. that shit. <laughs> oh yeah i, I do too that. because well from stuff back in the day yeah I mean, we I mean I'm not we saying grow. you can't yeah. forgive them. I think forgiveness is something that everybody should practice and then we should be able to count on or yeah, hold definitely. somebody accountable for something that they did before and then still kind of show them a light or a guiding or guide them or yeah. maybe see because yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely don't think that because you I might have or anybody might have tweeted anything back in the day that it should affect immediately what they might have said now. But at some point, they did absolutely have that mentality, and what yeah. their minds have absolutely developed for them to send a tweet. Yeah. I'll tell you that. So if they if they did have if they had it in them at some point, I think they probably have some thought about it today.
0: Yeah. Or maybe
3: that's how they was like taught in their household, yeah. or you know. Um, so I I I agree with Rico too like you know like if they say something you can always guide them you know forgive them and then guide them to or like help them understand what you know what they're saying or maybe some people don't even understand what they're saying now you know they yeah
2: yeah, it is hard there's there's like there's a difference though right it's like if there's something that you say that is like like I said the the, uh, baseball player who used the M word and just like more of like more so of how you know um two two children would use it in in like a uh, certain neighborhoods and just like they would say it and they wouldn't even think about it right it's just kind of like what's up man or what's up brother
0: mm-hmm. or something
2: like that you know and and i'm i'm you know based off the music he was probably listening to at the time he he just said it in in the way that he said it it wasn't with it wasn't with malice and it wasn't intended to hurt anybody um but i think like that that's one one level right but then there there are other people that their tweets are coming out and their tweets are like they kind of scratch a surface level of like there there's something underlying right there's like a level of like either bias or hatred towards towards that group of people or towards what you're saying it's not just uh it's not just a, a word that you use right or a word that was in popular culture and then i think additionally you know there there's like this this blurred line of like jokes. Yes, yeah, Twitter yeah, is yeah. J- Twitter's a place where people are going to get off their jokes and let the, flips, uh, the, yeah, the jokes fly. Right, you let <laughs> the jokes fly on Twitter and and I think that that also has um added a little bit of a level to it and so I think it's a case by case basis, uh but I think that there are definitely times when you can judge somebody based off of what they said and the, and the context in which they said it yeah right yeah, just yeah. like you would judge because everybody.
1: it's it's just super hard because i know just for me like i've made a complete change and i've said some stuff when i was younger that was just super misogynistic or super might have been racist not towards like minorities but definitely towards like white people yeah you know and it's just like to and if, and if i if i look at the birdie when i was 18 compared to the birdie that's 28 Like it's a completely different person, you know, and like really what it was, it was the times that reflected towards that. Like I might have said some things just because it was cool, and that's what my peers were doing and saying. So I just wanted to be accepted in that type of culture. So that's probably the reason why I said that. And to like judge my character off of like something like that, like I think that is just fucking wrong, you know? Because like they say like in your brain, in your in your brain, like your brain doesn't fully function and fully doesn't like develop until you're 25 years old, you know? And it's just like like damn, like,
4: yeah. You know? But I don't think the whole brain developing thing is a factor into that. I think what it is is that you were caught up in uh, an environment where that language is fully acceptable it's how you communicate mm-hmm. right so um i think also you got to think about like what are the age like the brother nature uh he was uh i don't know he was probably like 15. brother nature yeah you gotta think about everybody eats yeah he he, he got caught up with some old tweets yeah right um but you gotta think about like the ages too there's brother nature where he was like 14 15 Mm -hmm. when he started tweeting and then you got you take uh what's the name of the guardians of the galaxy director Mm -hmm. um whatever his name is but he just Uh, got uh, fired but when he was tweeting yeah when he was tweeting he wasn't 15 14 years old right he was a lot older than that um of course as a kid you can take that with a grain of salt but I mean there's also these guys tweeting that are uh, I don't know they were like yeah. 28 at least 30 35 and now they're yeah. 50 what about them their brains are developed right yeah mm-hmm. I, so I don't even think it has to do with brain development I has it it's just how they communicate it at that point in time and I think they should be held accountable for something like that. I think- I, I'm not saying they should be absolutely uh, um, crucified for it I'm just saying is make it acknowledge that This is who they were.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but I think, like, especially now, like, with, like, YouTube and, like, a lot of people's podcasts, there's certain people that say these, like, like predetermined, provocative things, and they know the consequences, but they already have, like, this thought, like, about it, so they're ready for the response, and, like, they do it in a way that's going to be, like, like, it's going to, it's going to, Make attention, you know, towards yeah. like whatever that is. Yeah. I think a lot of, I don't really know how to explain it, but I just see it, just like in certain podcasts I listen to. Like, for instance, like, um, like my favorite, one of my favorite podcasts, it's like Joe Rogan, you know, and Joe Rogan's like a super liberal dude, but like, I noticed like he'll say certain things to where it's just like, it's, <laughs> he just says it just because it's provocative. He's also and a he, comedian. Yeah. And he wants to, and he yeah. wants to strike a response just because he's like super smart and he could pretty much talk his way through anything. And, you know, he might not necessarily like, you know, be sincere you know to that statement but he just said it just so you know he could he could spark something up and you know the, i guess his listeners the imaginations or get people mad or whatever and i also see that a lot too
4: yeah but i also I, I think i mean i'd hate to say it but i think comedians are a little different when it comes to that uh, because how are you how you, how can you be a comedian um, nowadays right how do you mm. if you're a comedian how do you navigate those waters right cause if you listen to Eddie Murphy raw, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? oh yeah
4: and that's it one of that the I'm greatest like... com- we know it as one of the greatest communist stand ups of all time right yeah. he was talking about
2: transvestites he was talking about all that stuff like, yeah. you know transgender people before I mean he even got caught in one and like you know yeah. back in that day but Back in that day, it was like provocative, but it was saw it was it was seen as something that was just amusing and content. It was so like do, yeah, it was it was new, and it was pushing a boundary. But like now, that's like I don't know if you could let those jokes yeah, fly now. Yeah.
3: yeah, so I was to say. So do they get like? Quote unquote crucified for it, right. like when that happens? Have no.
2: you guys seen it? I, I mean, know. they do. I, I mean, they, think, I mean, I, I, seen it. I think I think comedians. I think comedians <laughs> get crucified for something. Well, in the comedian
1: it. world, it's it's like a whole nother world. <laughs> what so. is uh, uh, But it. I mean, most of, of the podcasts on. I listen to are comedians, just yeah. because you know it's in like the Joe Rogan yeah, family yeah. and all his friends are comedians and stuff, and like that's like the one I thing think, that they do. Yeah, I think we on. gotta take comedians in a Yeah, it's so hard to make a bit, and it's not even just. It's not even just you know black comedians, white comedians, or because like.
4: Daniel Tosh, yeah, He's well, yeah. oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like
1: yeah. it's weird too, because like now that I've grown, like now that I'm older. Um, I'm getting, um, you know, I'm experiencing, and I'm getting turned on to different comedians. Like back in the day, only comedians, the comedians I watched were black comedians or like George Lopez or like, or you know, Latin kings of comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, now you know I could, I could watch like another comedian that's like white or a girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you, and it's weird because a lot of their acts and a lot of their bits are a reflection of what's going on with their times and all of, and it's pretty much like all the same shit. The Me Too movement, you know, Trump politics, you know, what you can say what you cannot say and like all of that and that's like super sways like what's what's going
2: on now but i mean like that looks i mean you look at like pete davidson last week or like snl last week uh they made a joke about a uh a, a, think he's a senator um who was in his military senator, senator no i can't think of his name right now but uh he is a lieutenant colonel in in the military And he's also a senator now and Pete davidson lets some let some jokes go and he has like an eye patch like the the guy oh yeah 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 i did see that um (laughs) you know and and he did i mean he did get like crucified for it but you know i i guess it's the audience that is is listening to it or is is following along to that that comedian right because it's like snl has a huge following right and so you have to be mindful of the jokes that you put on there but like they haven't been and like And it's even getting to a point where it's, like, it, it, like Fox News seems, like, it's, like, saying calling them out, like, SNL is basically a biased show now, right? Which might be true, but I think, like, you um, you make the jokes for the people that you intend to listen to your yeah, jokes, yeah, right? Exactly. And, but the problem exactly. is, is that that's not how it works anymore, you know? But, like, people don't listen to Kevin Hart's stand-up, right? Like, people don't listen to Kevin Hart's stand-up unless they, they know that they want to hear those jokes. I
0: listen to-
2: right but like nobody nobody's going to a kevin hart uh, stand-up show that's gonna be like oh my god i can't believe he said that right yeah. it's like you know and then i think it's just where you're doing it and the times that you're doing it or like you know like dumb tweets are still dumb tweets like it doesn't matter they're, they're, they might be funny you might laugh at them i mean i saw a tweet of a guy uh falling out of the sky and and like he got like a, got like 50,000 <laughs> retweets and I had no idea what, where the guy what? came from What's or anything skydiving? but people were just kept building on jokes and it could have been actually oh, something like that was really like could it. have been something that was really like you know like some serious but like but know. people on
4: Twitter are funny yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah that's, that's just that's, that's even got, sometimes I can't even help to, but the laugh at some of
2: this fucked up shit yeah. like the dog that's a whole <laughs> other thing
1: <laughs> too because yeah. you, you gotta think about it like we're just like com- this is completely new to us like we're like the first generation that explains experiencing all this stuff like with memes like what 20 years ago they didn't have memes but now like memes are such a big thing and like they're so powerful like a meme can like change my day i'll see a funny ass meme and i'll repost it to you guys yeah. and send it to you guys And it's just like hella <laughs> fun like gifts and stuff now like now you don't even have to like gifts are the best. yeah you don't yeah. even have to have like a conversation to where you're texting we right. could just send gifts the whole time and we know exactly what we're talking about you know and it's just it's just different now
4: yeah it's, we're starting to communicate in different ways yeah. like soon well, maybe in the future who knows how we're actually going to communicate whether <laughs> it's like actual gifs and emojis you know what yeah. I
1: think one of the biggest failures with I, the iPhone is the the emojis. do you guys use that yeah. just for fun do you I, I mean, like it. but like I have
0: kids I like it but like
1: for me I rarely use it and like yeah, I want no, to nice. but I just like meh, like you know it's just and then you've, you gotta redo it and like oh I don't like this one I or, change you know? alberts
3: all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: Yeah. What is that? The the, the that's racist kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the that's racist kid meme. He's holding a Oh my a, gosh. He he's a he's, he's a saying
2: that's racist and he's basically doing all the stereotypical black. He has all the stereotypical black things added to him. And like, you know what I mean? Like it's this that shouldn't be funny, but like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just It's cuz it's
0: yeah. But yeah. that's
4: I mean, that's a rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. You know Disney the first day.
1: ones that kinda used memes? Well not memes, but like in a way to have like this comedic this comedic aura behind it, but then still like reflect what's going on or the cartoons back in the day. Like yeah. um like Disney for instance. I remember one time I was on YouTube and I was watching like the most racist like cartoons ever and it was um it was a cartoon of Is Donald Simpson? Duck of Donald Duck and he's like um he's like at war and like there's like a whole bunch of like Japanese people and like, the way that they draw the Japanese like with their slanted eyes and it actually says oh, like yeah, jacks like yeah. on their you know on yeah. their uniform whatever and just like super and there's tons of other ones too especially like with the whole like uh, like the blackface thing going mm-hmm. on right now like that like there is like completely unacceptable but just like how like they painted that
4: and you know and it's just yeah. yeah and that's one thing I've never seen that it was okay with no, I mean, blackface like ever know. in my I life yeah
2: <laughs> no but that was like there. I do, I do remember cartoons like that though where yeah. like it would be like you know it would be like like black black painted on faces with like or and then like big or like see, broad noses see what yeah, I mean I just yeah. thought about
4: Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder exactly So <laughs> you couldn't do that anymore right, right? like what do you mean you But
1: I,
2: yeah. but I think that I think that that I think that that came at the turn of that of that yeah. PC so I feel time. like that was like I feel like that was like you would still get the same reaction now as, as you did do there.
1: you think uh, that Dave Chappelle would get the reactions that people are getting now with his show because he did white face he did black he face he, yeah he know, just yeah. Dave, he Shale, Dave Chappelle
2: doesn't care but, I mean the thing about Dave Chappelle is, is like when you sit down and when you when you sit down and have conversations with him
1: <laughs> the, right? the blind clue oh my
2: god or the race the race uh the race draft yeah the white comment um no but I think like you know also it's like when you have conversations with, or like you see interviews of those people, like Dave Chappelle, or like even um, Martin Lawrence, or like you know people that used to do Eddie Murphy, people that used to have those those types of white chicks stand up. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mar- uh, yeah. The M- Waynes. Uh, they they they're very they express themselves very well and eloquently, and they and they can say like these are jokes, but these but they also stand for something, or they can say like no, but we don't actually we don't believe in that, or like you know. And I think that that's a that's a, a a big difference. Is like some people can't turn it off, right? And so you get the what, what was the guy from Seinfeld's name oh, who yeah. had the stand-ups and then he like he went on a rant. Yeah, and it was just it was just a rant. It wasn't even part of his show. Jerry's, he was throwing, Jerry Seinfeld. No, not not Seinfeld. The other one, Seinfeld. Kramer. Kramer. Uh, Kramer. Yeah, he was yeah. dropping
4: yeah. the M bombs. Yeah, <laughs> and, he was, and he was
2: just he was just going off. And but then it's like the thing is, it's like all right, like it could it could have been stopped right there. But then after when they they discussed with him and things like that. His biases, like clearly, came out, and they were and they were racial, and you know, and the same thing with like Roseanne, yeah. we talked about before, It's, like she came out and called somebody a monkey or or whatever. I don't remember what they or a dog. She called oh, it, was she, she, yeah. it was monkey.
3: Yeah, monkey. Planet of the, the Apes. Monkey.
2: Planet of the Apes. Planet apes. Planet apes. Planet apes. Planet and, like, she called. You know what I mean? But like her actions outside of her craft kind of kind of prove that that yeah. that, that is actually what she believes, and so I think that that's a big. Uh, different. Well, what's his? What's the
4: homie's name with the vest on Twitter? The yeah, like activist guy. He got mad. He thought he thought oh, that Planet of the Apes uh, D-Ray. was. Yeah, D-Ray. Uh, remember the time he where he tweeted like, "Oh, I like Eminem," and I guess he tweeted like the very next tweet was, "Why is Eminem using the word fag?" Yeah, <laughs> and he was. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" So I guess you've never listened to Eminem yeah. ever in your yeah. entire life. But he'll say I'm a fan of Eminem. I like yeah, him. Yeah. I guess he tuned into what Eminem talks about, and Eminem absolutely went yeah. crazy in every single one of his songs back then. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, he still, I mean, he still does. He still yeah. says those things. Like it's not like anything's changed. But like, that's the thing is, is like separating somebody from their craft and then their who Perfect. they are is yeah. is is a different thing. Because if you see Eminem sit down an interview or talk to somebody, he's like probably the opposite of that you know what I mean and like he's tried to raise his daughter a certain way and like he said that time and time again in his music too uh, he made a, if you haven't heard the song uh, Sing for the Moment um, and other songs like that that he's made that kind of addresses that is like you know this is who I am when I'm rapping and these are things that I say that get a reaction out of people but like oh I never knew I'm one. yeah <laughs> I, like I never knew I, but it's like you know I'm trying to raise a daughter in this society and I'm trying to actually like help people and it's like most of the people that he's helping are the are the black communities in Detroit and, and elsewhere in, in New York and LA. That he's, he, he spends a lot of his own money and time trying to bring up those areas and so you know, it, it's it's like, you know, it's hard to judge yeah. people based off those things sometimes. Yeah, you just gotta um, be careful what you say. But then on the other hand you have our president uh, who, who, who sent off some uh, some crazy tweets yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this but Fires. Uh, yeah we got the we have the the two um oh, the fires the what, wool, did
1: he, what did he say the woolsey <laughs> the woolsey
2: fire and and campfire um are both happening across the california right now and they're they're like taking a toll i think uh campfire killed 22 people and i think uh four or five have died in woolsey and burnt down you know homes and everywhere i uh, could just imagine thousands him. of homes i think I, yeah. seven thousand homes in, in in butte county right now um but he basically, uh, Rico. Do you have it up? What a, huh, tweets? But, yeah, let me try to guess. I could just
1: yeah, imagine. He, did he say something? Oh, it was a devastation. <laughs> what happened there in California? <laughs> but in many ways, it was also miraculous and a miracle. And we have to thank the people over there that's helping. Oh. No. no, he
2: no. didn't. He didn't say anything like that at first. I thought he was gonna send his thoughts and prayers like he usually does. Well, he did. I mean, after ask. the fact. No, that was no, he did first. Four, and no, then after. He did. Four hours like, is The for says
3: There's no reason of these massive, oh, yeah. deadly, and costly forest fires in California, except the, that forest management is so poor. Billions of dollars are given each year with so many lives lost, all because of gross mismanagement of the forest. Remedy now or no more fed payments.
2: Yeah. So like his first instinct with deaths that are happening in California yeah. are, is to blame somebody and, yeah. and to blame... And, and I think that the force management, I, I think that there might be there might be something there. Like, I mean, I there sure. is some some mismanagement in, in public funds. And we, like, you guys talked about this last time. We don't know where our tax dollars go. And we don't know how the infrastructure, you know, is built to help these types of things. But at the same time, like, he's such, like, the type of person that he is to... People are dying and people are losing their homes. And the first thing he has the to lack say... lack of
3: empathy. Is to
2: blame somebody. Yeah, he just yes. lacks empathy. And he lacks... I think he... Especially as a leader. Likes, like, yeah, a leader, You're supposed to be the bigger the picture, world, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I, and to me, the first thing I did when I read it, I was like, "There's no surprise. Why? Because it's California."
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. If it
2: was, if it was um, Arkansas or like, or not, not even Arkansas because that's where Clinton's from. Red. Somewhere else in red state, Grand, state, red state you know, like yeah. it was a red state, and he was, you know, and he felt
4: also California was, was one of send... the least dependent on Fed
2: yeah. uh, money too. Yeah, and it,
1: and it's just crazy too because it just shows his lack of ignorance. Like man, right. these are natural disasters. This is our, these are out of anybody's hands, you know. Like what they say, like how fast those forest fires are spreading. Yeah, like they were like eighty football fields, like a, a yeah, or just something crazy. Yeah, yeah. And one yeah. of the
4: chief firefighters tweeted him too. He told him, hey, the witcher talking about actually has nothing to do with the with the forest fires yeah um and then asked them so literally come down and learn a thing or two and facts about forest fires
2: yeah um, uh. no i mean and i think just i mean I, I feel like that's his stance on every uh on every hot take does he tweet his own stuff yeah yeah, yeah he does and then when he started to read was what the the person probably when he gave his like phone his to somebody PR else, and then before you would make a joke that somebody else is tweeting for somebody when they when they tweet something negative, right? But for him, it's like the when they tweet something positive, you know, it's not him on it, it's somebody yeah. else, right?
4: There was a full article on, on like how he refuses to switch over to the secured phone, yeah, because he continues to use his, an iPhone. No, and he, then he, his he, Twitter, his
2: like official Twitter, there. So there's one. So Obama had one that was like. Uh, president of the united uh, president potus it was just potus at yeah. potus right and so he used that one while he was president and then he had the one that he uses now which is Personal. just barack obama right mm-hmm. and like he trump refuses to use it so he's donald j trump and that's his whole that's well, the his, phone too yeah
4: don't the, the whole phone entire as well phone, yeah
2: and he got on hillary about uh private not using private email service yeah. so
4: because you use their emails at home, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, insane, though. Just,
1: yeah. just, just with that. the firefighters, especially because I don't remember, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of firefighters when I was younger, but just like in the past like three years, it's just been out of control.
2: Well, the crazy yeah. thing and,
1: okay. like, they said that, but like, the one in Northern California was like the largest fire ever recorded in California, yeah, and it's just deadliest. devastating and just wiping out all of these like residential neighborhoods yeah i've seen a lot of like um cities.
3: donations to the firefighters too because they're they're all on duty right now they're like, all trying to um stop the fires yeah. and everyone's just donating like waters granola bars anything mm, that they can right. because they're literally like yeah. trying to get it
2: but the out. fucked up thing is is like we just went th- we just had that in june like there was another in napa valley and so like you know now we have this one and this one spreading because like now the the winds are blowing you know what i mean and we're not getting we haven't gotten rain in a while so everything is dry as hell right now and it's just it's really it's really sad to see i think it's the deadliest not only because of the i think 22 human casualties in butte right now not to mention all the dogs and things that are dying as well but like thinking about like you know the extent of like how many houses are ruined by or how many lives are ruined by because the houses like they're they're taking down it's taking out a whole county. It's not towns. It's just taking a yeah. whole county, and it's they insane. don't.
1: And it's it's not discriminating either yeah. because in Southern California, there's like a lot of like these
4: celebrities, yeah, you know, are yeah. posting uh, on social media. Gerard and then, Butler,
2: Gerard Butler's yeah, house just man. got burned down in in in, in Malibu. Yeah, they are uh, so,
4: yeah, right. not discriminating. Yeah,
1: they're not playing around, and it's and it's just tough too, just to know that. I like, I mean, I'm not a homeowner, homeowner, but can you imagine they like your work? <laughs> you worked you <laughs> know like you know blood sweat and tears for yeah. your house and just to see that just like, I wouldn't just even know what to, to do flames. too like
3: if I was like evacuation like what the hell I, you know yeah. of course I'm gonna take my kids but like you know like, everything else like I mean that just goes to show it's like it's all material stuff you know and it's yeah. it's just material things but it's just like that's crazy
2: yeah but I I mean like so we're not prepared for that like I, I don't think like I, I'm sure you have Homeowner's insurance But like yeah. Other than that Like that's not What we're prepared for That's not what we're Told to prepare for As children We're, we're told California is the Worst earthquake It's the earthquake yeah. You know Capital of the United States And that that's what People in California Should always be worried about And like I, I know that that's true But like these fires are like every every year now, and it's like at this point twice a year now, and it's. You like, know what's
1: interesting is I wonder how the insurance companies are going to oh, approach gonna. that well,
4: now. Well, not yeah. even
3: insurance, cause, like all these like home the builders and everything, like they just see dollar signs. You know, that's yeah, like an opportunity. For yeah. yeah. For real.
4: Um, but another thing is that you mentioned earthquakes. Uh, earthquakes actually don't, from what I understand, they don't do the full extent of the damage. What happens is the fires, the fires that, that come after, after the earthquake yeah. that actually mm. destroy. Yeah, well, them. that's what
2: happened in uh, in 1906 and the great the great earthquake here yeah. and in 1989, I believe too. Yeah. Is most of the damage came from the the after the after effects of the earthquake. Yeah, like my the, brother has the, an like, old section.
4: picture that was taken from back then, and it just shows a bunch of just chimneys standing. Yeah, everything else was just rubble. Yeah, that's insane. insane.
1: No, it's crazy because like when I was living in the East Bay, like in Pittsburgh, I've never felt an earthquake. Never. Right and, uh, the I first felt. time I ever felt an earthquake was, uh, was when I was out here in the city a few years ago. And it's like super chilling just to know that like just the ground underneath you shakes yeah. and you just feel super vulnerable. Do
3: you vulnerable know what to do when there's just... an earthquake?
1: Um, do you remember
3: like in school?
1: Yeah, you're supposed to like stand under like a, a door, a door frame. Well, they yeah. just changed
4: it, didn't they? They just changed the regulations What do they teach in that? school?
2: Uh, so we, they have to uh, get under a desk yeah. and they have to completely cover their neck and spine.
3: So they're like this. So,
2: like, if you lose your legs, like you lose your legs, like you know, you can't walk again. But if you lose your neck or sp- your your neck or your spine, you're losing your life, yeah. right? So it's like uh, they just teach you to make sure you're duck, uh, you're ducked under, and then you're covering your your one hand over your neck, one hand basically trying to cover your back as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you could, I mean just you can still stand in, in door frames it just depends on the type of door frame oh, that right. you have right? yeah I know they have made some type of structure that stuff. you have because like yeah. our building is in, it's like an industrial building mm-hmm. so if you if you ever if you ever go into my school it's like um, high ceilings um and you basically all the you can see all the pipings and everything yeah. like oh, that okay. and so and then you have like it's like metal frame. you can see the metal the metal frames are in my classroom we use them to hang up things on because it's magnetic right like it's still, you know, I mean, but it's <laughs> you know. like, it's like, you know, those things, it actually makes me feel better if an earthquake happens. I mean, an earthquake has happened. I was doing conferences, parent conferences, and an earthquake, like a small little shake happened. But the crazy thing is, is I was in, I was uh, sitting at the conference table, and a, and a parent came in, and it wasn't even one of my parents, it was one of the other parents was just asking for like feedback on how to help her kid, because I was the first grade math teacher the year before, and he was the first grader that year. And so she's asking me a question, and as soon as she walks into my classroom to come talk to me, the kid runs out, and the earthquake happens. So she's, like, freaking out, like, and I'm, like, and I was, like, you know, like, and it stopped, and I, like, ran out to grab him, like, I ran out to grab him just make sure he was okay, So we have a huge tree that's outside, too, and if that tree were to happen to fall, which it won't, it's a redwood, so it's very unlikely to fall because those things, like, last forever, but still like if something were just a fall on him I'd be like I would like dude, I would have lost my mind so yeah. um
1: but the, the scariest yeah. thing for me is like you guys are saying the aftermath like I don't know if you remember remember a few years ago I think it was in San Bruno when that pg e pipe uh-huh. uh, that gas line blew up oh and, like, yeah it pretty much wiped out a whole neighborhood and like there were all these casualties and that's the one thing that I was afraid of like I remember when we were living on top of the hill they were doing construction you know strictly because of that you know because of these gas lines are right in the middle of neighborhoods and if like a big earthquake happens you know it just takes that one rupture that one stress for it to crack and it builds up all this pressure and then boom you know
0: that just just happened in Pittsburgh recently yeah right yeah Yeah. in West Pittsburgh right yeah Yeah. Um, oh is
2: that what the fire is that how the fire happened well they evacuated them right
3: it wasn't a fire something had happened uh, and at a at a power plant and there was a pipe near that neighborhood oh. that that would that would they were scared that it was going to erupt um oh, wow and so they evacuated that whole neighborhood
0: yeah um, but you it was scary yeah <laughs> you
2: probably needed it to
0: <laughs>
2: yeah oh uh, yeah but i mean i think that's just the thing is it's just like nature reminds us that if we don't take care of her like you know what I mean like mother nature reminds us all the time we don't take care of her like you know this is this is just gonna keep happening and it's gonna get worse and worse as you know things go on and uh and
1: it's just and that's like one of the one things that fucking drives me insane and I feel like this is like the one conservative view that they all stick to is that Global warming is fake <sighs> Like Are you hoax. fucking serious it's, it's a hoax You know mm. It's a scam It's just for the money But they have Pretty much It's it's like 97% Of all scientists Are studying That agree that Global warming is real And if you don't do anything To preserve Mother nature Earth Then you know Look what's happening you Well know? I think just...
4: At this point They're saying that And the whole thing is Is that if the earth Gets two degrees celsius Warmer mm-hmm. That that's what's Really gonna start The whole shit Storm Um, and there are some studies coming out that saying we're pretty much going to be a little too late to not hit those two degrees Celsius, but they don't know the extent of like what exactly happens after that. Um, but that's, that's what they're saying is once it hits that two degrees Celsius, Mm -hmm. that's when shit can really start. Yeah. Did
1: you, uh, you guys, um, I remember I watched, Oh my God. I wish I could tell you the documentary name, but I watched it on Netflix and it was, uh, it was about, um, The reefs, you know, you think of Mm -hmm, reefs like, you know, but it, it's so crazy because when I watched it, it just changed my whole perception just on reefs in general, global warming. But they're talking about like it was like a big mystery why all these reefs were turning white, and it was called it's called like the bleaching process, right? They were like, this is crazy because they'll turn white like super fluorescent, and then after that, they'll just die out, you know. And reefs, they're like living organisms; they're actually alive, and they pretty much like. It's an entire ecosystem that so happens. The largest the ecosystem
2: there. in the world. In the
1: world, yeah. So what is what happening with these reefs is that the waters are turning warmer. So what it is, it's like a natural reaction to them. It's pretty much like them, like a sunblock for them, you know. And like this sunblock, like they could only manage this heat for so long, and then after that, they'll just die. And then just like you know, with the with the uh, the waters rising and stuff, they're talking about like a lot of islands in the Pacific. Uh, like you know, like in Melanesia, Micronesia, Polynesian stuff. Like they're losing their islands and stuff. Like there's this island in Carapati that's right next to Guam. That they're actually buying land from Fiji, and those people are migrating over there just because they're losing their like they're losing their home. Yeah, you know, like they're showing graves and cemeteries that are like in the middle of like the water now. You know, and these are like their family members and stuff, and it's just sad. You know, I'm just like, damn, like what? That's why it's crazy because I'm I'm glad I live in San Francisco because like San Francisco is a very like green like city and stuff. When you know we try to like I just try to do like my like my part, you know, as best as possible, even if it's just like. Buying a Brita filter, you know, and not you know buying like because I used to buy water bottles and shit, yeah. And I remember just like learning the the process of, of water bottles. Like it takes, they, th- they said it takes like a gallon just to make that one water bottle that only holds sixteen ounces of water. Yeah, you know,
2: and it's just it just yeah. I had one know. of those too. I'm doing like forty eight packs. But that's
4: man. another thing too is the water shortage. Like there's we're actually running out of water, drinkable water. Well, um, I mean
2: you know. We're winning. We're, you mean Northern California? You mean California as a whole? The world. I, tell, I mean, oh, I mean oh, yeah, yeah, as a whole, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, you know how I, you already know how I feel about the state of California and their water, uh, the, the uh, impending water crisis. That's a water crisis. If You can't see my. I'm doing air quotes because in uh <laughs> there's not a water crisis unless uh, we're all, we're including what's happened what's gonna happen in in LA area because the LA area is more so. Uh, fearful of the water crisis because a lot, all of their water comes from from here, right? From us, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, if you know anything were to happen then their their water, like the water that they're getting, isn't going down there, like they're gonna have more and more, more and more desert, right? Because they already, I mean, it's already pretty much all basin and desert down there, and so um, they're like trying to come up with solutions right now, and that's where that bill came. The, uh, I think it was uh, Prop Nine. Is it Prop Nine to divide California? No, no, no. no. It was for the, the water
3: for the oh, yeah, for yeah, the bond. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It was for yeah. It was when you're talking about government. It was from for uh, billion. It was like billions of dollars uh, of infrastructure for the uh water. It was, it was like for taxes like, for water. Um, but there's two specific
3: projects too that they're talking about. It was like yeah. one of the dams and
2: yeah. Um, and, and but I mean if you if you read the fine print, I mean I'm not. You know, not saying that I don't want California to be able to get water, um, but or Southern California to get water, but most of the project benefits that half of the state, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I think I don't know. Did, did that did that did that pass? You know,
0: I don't remember proposition.
2: I don't, I don't think remember. it did. Yeah. But
3: this is also an extension of what was already passed in back in June right, too. Because we
2: already got they already yeah. got a bunch of money, and yeah. so they needed more money, and so like.
4: Well, I was talking about like literally drinking water for the world. Like, for example, um, I know Mexico City, um, because at one point that was that city was covered. That was a lake. Yeah, it was covered by a a lake, basically. Mm -hmm. It was surrounded. Turicaca. Yeah. And so that actually, um, (laughs) from what I I understand, actually, um, the Europeans seen that as an opportunity for them to kind of harvest or use that water or it, it was just like they say one of the most beautiful cities they've seen Yeah. but apparently Mexico has used up so much resources like in Mexico City I didn't know realize how big it actually was like it yeah. has millions and millions of people Yeah, and so like 10 million people right? yeah they, they like. said that same exact lake is pretty much soaked up yeah. and so I guess um, what I recently learned is that um, we all have um, I guess it's they consider it kind of like a savings account for water it's where it's a pocket of water where you can go super deep into the earth mm-hmm. and actually pull natural water. Um, but that's actually you can run out of that, yeah. Too. They said yeah. it's only going to yeah. last like 50 years or yeah. 100 yeah. years or something like that, and, yeah, and yeah. it's scary because we, we can't survive without water no, so yeah, we no. can absolutely so there's other ways that they're trying to find out how to turn ocean water into drinkable water but that costs so much money yeah, yeah. Um, so eventually yeah, i won't be surprised if bottle a bottle of water is like 12 bucks 15 bucks plastic. <laughs> it doesn't
2: help if plastic it keeps going yeah plastic yeah.
4: all the stuff that we use or they have to use a lot of water to make it yeah. i mean and flushing they, the toilet is how many gallons of water yeah and when a catastrophe happens or a natural disaster that's
1: the first thing that goes is water yeah, yeah. like for instance, uh, in Hawaii, just a few months ago, when they said that, uh, that, that what was it, that, that typhoon that was going to hit them, but then it oh, turned yeah. into a, just a tropical storm, like they were out there, like in Costco, and like, all the water was completely gone, you know? And so it's just, yeah. It's yeah, and how crazy. wasteful we are. Yeah, well, at least it's, yeah, you know, like, one step, at least, you know, the, the dams got the house back, so, I mean, they could try to make the yeah. right
2: moves to
4: yeah but i think at the end of the day that just yeah. means nothing's gonna happen <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yes, think that's literally what I mean, it means I mean, uh, yes, well and, i mean no it's... i mean like i think being mindful of who i think being mindful of who was put into office right and so like this uh blue wave um, that came uh it was it was mostly young young women uh we have our uh we have the youngest woman ever in congress um uh, Alexandria ocasio Cortez. Shout out to Alejandra. love my life. Uh, just kidding. Man. Uh, Bronx. <laughs> bro- Bronx. <chick. laughs> shout out to the Bronx. Uh, we also have to we, ha- we also have two uh, we also have two uh, Muslim uh, women that just were put in Congress first two Muslim women.
0: Inshallah. In shout out to all yeah. my les-
2: Muslims. Um, and then we had a, the first Native American woman. Um, shout or, out to my. There's patchy, a first lesbian first and yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it was first. Lesbian, but sorry. I think it was. I know that there was in in a state. It was a certain state, right? Um, because I, I know that story because She's uh, a pro wrestler she beat she beat a lady. She broke the she, web too, she, right? Didn't she, she
1: kiss her partner on stage? When she, she, beat on that, uh, she beat a lady that.
2: She uh, beat a lady that refused to give uh, another gay couple a marriage license uh-huh. or something, oh, something, something like that, that. Yeah, in yeah. In, in, yeah. in 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 the state. I think it might have been Colorado or some somewhere like that, but. Um,
3: was a, I think it was a gay guy.
4: Well, oh, yeah, that. okay, yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. Okay. Well, I think just, it's, it's I mean, it's it's a woman, it's a woman's way, like, the women, like, ruled this wave, right? Yeah, and I oh, think yeah. that's super important, too, because they are, a lot of them are progressive, but I think a lot of them, um, and uh, sorry, fellas, but, like, women have a lot more empathy when it comes to those types of things, and I think,
0: that,
2: mm-hmm. um, I think that, I think they're, ability to communicate with other, other, uh, other women on, on, in the Congress, whether it be, or, or even in Senate, whether it be Republican or Democrat, oh, I, I, think that gonna, yeah. I think that that's going to, I think that that's going to make a, a difference. Um, but I think also just like, it's getting to a point where it's like undeniable and it's, and it's, it's getting even crazier to, for people to deny those facts of, of, of like what's happening to our world. And so like, I think know this not if not this these next two years before the next elections um those two years following that we're going to see a lot more progress moving towards a more sustainable energy uh, country um or just a more sustainable country in general as far as like water consumption energy consumption or where our energy comes from less dependent on um, fossil fuels i guess um but that's the hope like i have a lot of hope been like the progressive movement that's coming out of yeah, no, this wave sure. um so let's hope to god that you know well, uh, yeah and
4: that's that's not what i'm mean. Obviously, like to me women in my opinion have in my experience personal experience have been better leaders than men mm-hmm. um but uh what i was referring to is just how republicans and democrats have chosen not to not to agree on yeah. anything yeah, They just yeah. fight each other back on every single thing and that's not what this whole two-party system was ever supposed to be about yeah. in the first place It's supposed to be about compromise these guys are clearly after each other they're yeah. not it doesn't look like they um they're gonna agree on anything but to your point yeah. like now that we have women leaders then made that might change something because that's a that's a bit of a change right. of what, what we used what we used to but it's just like, it's it's annoying to yeah. see
2: that they're willing, they're not willing to agree on a damn thing. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that doesn't move anybody, right? It's like, I think the the hardest thing for me is like, one of, one of, one of my friends is is a Republican, Trump supporter, a conservative, you know, and I'm not talking about Bernie. Uh, <laughs> um, but he, uh... That's you know, false, he, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He, uh he absolutely you know he believes in a lot of the things that he sees uh coming out of trump's mouth and you know the the republican party and and but he's still my friend right and i think that you know if we can create an open dialogue and and instead of just always arguing with each other because that that's what it like it always seems like is happening in the media and everything like that it's always like uh finger pointing it's always just like this like Div- um, divisiveness and I think a lot of that has been built by the person who is our president now um but I think that we have to get over we have to get past that um and find some common ground and I think that the future of our world it would be a great place to start right it's like <laughs> that should be the only yeah. thing that we should be focused on is like the future of our country well, and, you
4: heard it from the man himself he's a <laughs> nationalist <laughs>
2: You Billies know what? the french the french president today got on him about that yeah. too um I, I don't know what I was we were
3: watching the um the polling results me and, uh, and daniel and he was he was like so happy that there were so many women oh, and crazy. then I, I told him i was like daniel like who runs the world and he was like you mom you right and i was like yeah <laughs> who runs um, the world? but daniel like being so young he hates trump yeah. and yeah. i was like how do you even know you know like do they talk about it at school because my dad has always taught us like you don't talk politics with anyone like you talk politics within your household and you know that's that's just how that's how my dad grew up and so with Daniel he's he's eight and so he's in school and he's just like mom I just hate him so much and for just like a little kid you know like he's he's scared you know like we um me and Mondo were um, listening to this um I think it was a video talking about like the, the Latin women in the grocery store and this white lady was just like yelling at her mm-hmm. and stuff and then Daniel's like, she's yelling at her because she speaks, you know, Spanish and Daniel's just like, why, why is that, you know, and so he he just he catches on, he's really smart and he listens to everything and he just has so much hate for Trump yeah. and it's crazy because he's so young and, and it's like he knows, you know, like he knows what he's doing wrong and it's not right. The
2: kids sense that it doesn't yeah. feel right, doesn't yeah. feel like it's like we teach we teach children empathy and where we want to teach them empathy when they're in school and we teach them to share and to be good people and that's the whole point of I mean I think ultimately that's the point of school is we're trying to drive these children to be great adults or decent adults you know at the least and like a lot of the things Trump say just go against that common sense of of that whole thing and so like kids kids say the darndest thing of course but like they see those things and it's just like they, they take it for what it is. They don't take it for the politics. They don't give a shit about if you're red or blue or man or woman. It's just like, that is not okay, you know, for them.
3: But also too, what what is like told in their household too, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like what your parents are. Because for a long time, I... I think this was the first ever time where I like dove really deep into the midterm elections and researched everything and even like I asked yeah, my dad who who you know, I asked my dad like, who you're voting for, even with like city council and things like that and I'm like, I'm not voting for those you know, like I voted like total opposite of him. So this was the first time I've ever like dug into it for myself. And so that's why it's funny because like we don't talk about politics in my house, you know, or in my little my, my own household and for Daniel to like to already have this opinion mm-hmm. is um is is crazy. But That's dope. Yeah, he's he's really smart, but I wonder if, like, too, if kids are, like, at, at school, like, saying, like, you know, like, yeah, go Trump, you know? Because, like, why yeah, is he yeah, saying yeah, these things, sure. or for why sure. is he so curious, or, what, yeah, you there's, know? Yeah,
4: there's for sure parts of this country where yeah. there's, like, they, they look up to him. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot, a lot of, like I mentioned it before, is a lot of, uh, at the time when Trump was... was was popping he was part of the hip-hop culture and, yeah. and all that um all, all the hip-hop yeah, artists would take pictures he had over. followers and fans at that time yeah. that were young and i think it, a, they grew up yeah. like his, his a big celebrity. thing
1: a part of it too is just tribalism like i feel like a lot of the conservatives and just like or white national, yeah oh yeah nationalism, nationalism, nationalism too nationalism. um and like white people in general it's just like okay this is our time now you guys had your guys's eight years with obama you know yeah. now this is our time. and this is it's just and i down. think
4: that's ultimately what the conversation is becoming is is is, is globalism versus nationalism. Yeah. And just kind of being accepting that there's a whole other world out there outside
2: of Mm -hmm. us.
1: Yeah. And then I'm going to read this quote by David Nakamura. and I think that's the perfect way to end this. Uh, It's actually the quote from the French president, I think.
2: Yeah, Yeah. from the
1: French president. Yes. That's him. Yeah, my French... Macron, yeah. So, patriotism is that exact opposite of nationalism. Nationalism is the betrayal of patriotism.
2: So, I, I think... So,
1: let that sink in.
2: Yeah, just a little bit more context um, as we, as we begin to close out. Uh, he did this in front of, like, all the global leaders, and Trump was sitting in the crowd. And it was a direct response Boom. to Trump um, recently saying that he was a nationalist, and if loving your country is wrong, then, you know... He, he doesn't want to do that. So basically, he was saying that he is a nationalist and that we should all be nationalists. Um, and this was the French president's response. And don't always uh, agree with all the French people, but well, it's you know. interesting <laughs> to see
4: how interested uh, French people are in American yeah. politics, and not just French people, Everyone. just the entire well, world French too. People in general, specifically, yeah, they yeah. always know about Canadian uh, too. Yeah. They yeah. know a lot about. They probably know more than the average American uh, about 100%. American politics.
1: Yeah. Most people outside of the United States <laughs> know, <laughs> no more than the average American. Hey, I used to be one of them, yeah. too. Yeah. Until the podcast posse woke my game up. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. With that being said, I think this is a perfect time to close out. So, if nay, you want to do the honors.
0: Of what?
3: Closing out?
1: Closing it out.
3: Well, I also wanted to bring up, because we had bought these hats and uh, with everything that's going on, like, the natural disasters and everything, I thought it was Amando came up with the idea of, like, maybe getting shirts made or even, like, buying a bunch of hats and all, like, maybe selling them and the donates may, um, donations maybe go to, you know, like, families in need. Oh, yeah. Um, for, that's perfect. Yeah. So, I thought that was a really good idea just because, like, I mean, we can sell them all day long, but, like, what do we need the money for? You know, there's people out yeah. there. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I thought that was a neat idea. Uh, we'll let it sink in a little bit. and. We'll let you guys know but Yeah, well let's um, think about
2: that. Yeah. I think that's dope, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'll be down for that shit. If there's some interest, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta teach you to the right of himself you know, he's gonna need everything he can get. <laughs> <laughs> so uh no but um he needs to buy his kids school supplies. Yeah. Um no but I, I think uh before we close out, close out just one more thing make sure that you uh, make sure that you we follow do the us on episode. all our uh, on uh, on our social media so our main social media is IG uh, at Podcast Posse make sure that you follow us if you do not already um yeah we we'll probably be creating some other things some Facebook groups even though Birdie doesn't use Facebook and
0: uh I'll get back on it guys
2: you know uh, tell your friends about us yes uh, yes you know we're we're uh, trying to reach a broader audience um mm-hmm. Just stay dialed in yeah,
1: and for the people that are listening, especially now uh an hour and thirty minutes in we really appreciate it uh, one thousand listens or you know just views or whatever that's like super big for us and you know on I initially approached you know the three members with this I didn't have any idea how this was gonna come out, but I'm just totally I'm just super happy and you know just filled with gratitude well so, you know. Their
2: efforts and uh, the listeners too, tuning in every day. So we appreciate that. Only 999,000 more until we get to a million. So (laughs) (laughs) see you then, guys. So, yeah, (laughs) see you
1: guys then. This is the podcast posse hashtag what's real. And we are out. Yarra. Yarra.